Hey everybody, welcome back to the Foulball Podcast, presented by me. So, as we step aside away from the Celtics coverage for at least a little bit anyway, we need to get talking again about the Red Sox and literally the last several games. Because as we all know, they are out on a road trip out west, and they have done absolutely incredible. I mean, this is a stretch of many, many games that we so desperately needed for this reason. As we all know, there's a massive stretch of the season where we struggled to get remotely close to even 500, right? And even an even record. And now, okay, before I get into some of the games, now we're we're still in fourth place. We are currently eleven and a half games behind the Yankees still. But the thing is, is that we have a thirty-one and twenty-eight record at at a percentage rate of point five two five. And so that's something that we couldn't really say two weeks ago. Well, I should say more so three weeks ago at this point, which is awesome. It's great. I mean, if there's any sort of improvement, that's the improvement that we want to see, right? Last 10 games, we're 8-2. and two. On the road, we're 18-14, and 14, which is good, right? The 8-2 and two the last 10 games is a much better record. 18-14 and 14 on the road is a much better record. Now we just need to improve the home games, right? Because currently at home we're thirteen and fourteen, which is not really that pretty as of yet. And so we have a huge home stand coming up at Fenway Park, where we can significantly improve that game after game, which is something we that we can definitely look forward to. And I know we're going to be playing some teams where we can improve that improve that for the long run. And so the Yankees are forty two and sixteen. With the last ten games going nine and one, the Blue Jays are thirty-four and twenty-three. Okay, the last ten games are seven and three. The Tampa Bay Rays are thirty-four and twenty-four. The last ten games are going six and four. And then there's us, and then there's the Baltimore Orioles, and very last in the American League East with a twenty-four and thirty-five record, eighteen and a half games behind first place. Last 10 games, they have gone 4-6. And, and so we're starting to situate ourselves in a position where we can have an exciting rest of the season. And the, Amer- uh, the All-Star voting just opened up recently. And so as we progress closer and closer to the All-Star game and the All-Star break, we need more stretches like the stretch that we've had in the last 10 games where we've gone eight and two. And literally on this trip to the West Coast so far, they've only lost one game, right? And so that's, they've won eight, they've lost one. And so it's something that that we definitely need to keep focused on, especially once we get, like I was saying, closer to that all-star break. So let's go through some of these games, right? Because I'm telling you, because we're we started a new series against um, Seattle last night, right? And the cool thing about that is that Bobby D- Dahlback 
was called, you know, to do a home run, knocked a home run, you know, so did the go-ahead home run, won the game against the Mariners yesterday, 4-3. to three. Uh, So we'll get back to that in a minute. But we had the, you know, series at Fenway, the two games, against the Cincinnati Reds, uh, right? And, you know, that was interesting. It was the first time in literally since 1975 that the Reds beat the Red Sox at Fenway 2 to 1 and then we beat the Reds the following game 7 to 1 and then literally we went we went to Oakland we won 3 games against Oakland all right the first game being 7 to 2 second game being 8 to 0 and then the third game being 5 to 2 so we got to Bring out the brooms and sweep away the athletics, which is big. And honestly, I want to talk about this game against the athletics for a second because, as I said, we score, the Oakland scored nothing, right, at the end of the day. So they had, they did have four hits and an error, but weren't able to capitalize off those four hits, whereas. On the contrary, the Red Sox had 14 hits, one error on the eight runs. And so he had three runs in the third, one in the fourth, and then four in the eighth. And so we had good pitching for that game, right? Nick Pavetta went through seven earned innings, um, you know, went up two hits and had seven strikeouts. Then Tanner Halk went up. Had an earned inning, again, had two strikeouts. Salomara went up for an inning and had a strikeout. So, all in all, that game was good defensively. And for that, a couple games during that homestand we had, uh, for during this weight trip, we had Jaron Duran. And I love Jaron Duran. I really do. I think he's a stun on and off the field. He's an incredible athlete with great running recognition, and really a great ability to run around the bases with awesome speed. And I really don't know why they keep sending him back down to Worcester. I mean, it's great that he calls gets called up time and time again. But, I mean, at this point, with his athletic ability, I think it would be a very, very wise decision to keep Jaron Duran as a permanent part of the roster from here on in, so I would be very interested to hear what you all say about that, because, like I said, he's just an all-around athlete, all-around guy, all-around good guy, uh, for that matter of fact, and, you know, he's made a contribution literally every single game that he's played in Boston, and for Boston, for that matter, and so if we can keep utilizing him the way that he needs to be utilized, that would be, that would be ideal, really, and so, as we continue on, um, I mean, another incredible thing to talk about, because the next series that they went into, uh, was over in Los Angeles, right, against the Angels, Played at Angel Stadium and talk about a close game. So, I mean, it was it, the score was one to zero, right? At the end of the day, it's one to zero. The Red Sox scored one run in the second inning and didn't score anything else for the rest of the game. And literally, obviously, 
Los Angeles, the Angels obviously didn't score anything, right? So the Red Sox had six hits, no errors. The Angels had three hits, one error. And I said one run scored by the Red Sox in the top of the second and literally nothing else. But the reason why I, well, one of the other main reasons why I bring up this game, it's specifically this. Michael Waka, we all know him. And we should know him by this point because he has been a significant talking point for uh, several days now, right? Because this game was a, a handful of days back. Michael Waka had nine, nine earned innings that he pitched. Michael Waka went through all nine innings, had, only gave up three hits, and had six strikeouts. And folks... It's great that literally within the last month or so, we've had three pitchers that went through the whole game. Three pitchers. Starter pitchers pitch all nine innings. And that is something I think we need to be incredibly proud about as an organization and as a team and as a fan base and as a reporter. We all need to be excited to see that because... It adds a, a sense of defensive excitement that a lot of us haven't either A, haven't seen, or B, haven't seen in a very long time, right? So we have those two things. They have those two reasons to be excited. And we have so many more other reasons to be excited about just because, like I said, defensive side. Great defensive standpoint to have your one pitcher go the entirety of the game. And it also leads to that other point of, it de- it defeats the purpose to need you know the closer pitcher or what have you or like you know grabbing you know more pitching staff from the bullpen later in the game and it reduces the risk of blowing the game and having the closer pitchers throw a few wrong pitches and blow a game that we should have won because we all know at this point we've had numerous games up to this point that we should have won, we could have won, but we didn't because of a a pitching mishandling. But when we see guys going deep into the game, you know, 7th, 8th inning, or during the whole entire game, like, it's good, obviously. It's, It's good all around. It's exciting. It's fun. And this is something that we all want to see, and this is something I think we've all been waiting for for a very long time now, and this is definitely something that we haven't really gotten, and now that we have it, it's ours. It's ours, and we need to keep it, and we need to keep building it too, right? We need to keep building the, a better pitching staff for the Worcester Red Sox, right? The Portland Sea Dogs, and all the other teams that we have under those Sea Dogs and in the farm system. So that way, once these guys reach their retirement age, and eventually do retire, we can fill somebody easily in their spot. Although we'll miss these pitchers, right, once they retire and all that, or that they get traded, yes, it's one of those things where it will happen. Either get traded or retire at some point. It's just one of those things with, you know, the MLB and everything where it's all bound to happen at one point or another. And, you know, it's one of those things where we have to ensure that we're confident in what we have to replace it. And so hopefully the front office is keeping an eye on that as we progress throughout this season and the seasons to come. So like I said, that game, we won 
one to nothing against the Angels. Second game against the Angels, we won six to five. Next one, again, we won one to zero. And then the following game was when we had the loss five to two. And I know for that game, we had pulled out some of our starters to give them a rest, give them a break. Because as we all know, it is a very long season. Um, yeah, and even as I look at the batting lineup, it was Arroyo, Devers, Martinez, Verdugo, Vasquez, Cordero, Bradley Jr., Dahlbeck, and Arauz. And so, yeah, some big name guys obviously out uh, taking that break that they so well deserve. And so, uh, to loop it all back, like I said, last night was the night where we beat the Seattle Manners for the first game of this current series, 4-3, to three, to, you know, courtesy of Bobby Dahlbeck's go-ahead home run. And so... Yeah, let's count this up, right? So we had three games against the Athletics. We had one, two, three, four games against the Angels. So there's seven, and then there's eight. Okay, so out of eight games, sorry, I gave a number, wrong wrong number here a little while ago. So out of eight games, let's just make sure we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, out of eight games on the road, and then, okay, and then if you include the win against Cincinnati, the Reds. So, eight games on the road, nine games against that one Cincinnati game. Um, yeah, we've only lost one game. And then we've been eight and one so far on the road. No, wait. We've been seven and one on the road. And so, it's great to see we could have been eight and no from last night, but we're not. That's, you know. Neither here nor there. So, I mean, seven and one on the road. There's eight games. I mean, eight and one from the last nine, and then we lost to Cincinnati. So eight and I mean, it's just crazy to think. Trying to figure out all these games, right? As long as we know that the last ten games at this point is eight and two, right? Seven and one, eight and one, eight and two. It's it's what we want to see. And so going forward, we've got to make sure, yes, we have to keep this momentum going. Right? And then we went, when we get back to Fenway, we have to keep clutch with it. So another big news alert that I will officially wrap up with is that Garrett Whitlock has obviously been a significant roster move and a dominant pitcher on our rotation. So he has been on the injured list for a little while now. He was just put on the injured list within the last 24 to 48 hours. And even according to like the Boston Globe, ESPN, and a lot of other big name sites, they're saying that he's only on the 15 day injured list. So yeah, in retrospect, it's not a significant amount of time, just over two weeks, but it's just that, right? It's just over two weeks, 15 days. It Depending on what happens, it could be significant. So hopefully he has a speedy recovery and you know everything goes well in terms of getting him back to where he needs to be, back to being healthy and all that good stuff. And so there's also rumors going around that Chris Sale could 
start doing something soon-ish. A lot, I feel like what a lot of these things, you know, time is just going to be time. And at one point or another, um, you know, at one point or another, hopefully he's on our staff again. He better be on our staff again so we can see Chris Sale back at Fenway Park shortly. Don't know when, don't know how, but just shortly. By the by, the to playoffs, time of playoffs anyway. And if not, then over the World Series. And if not, then, then we'll see. We'll, we will see. So, exciting baseball stuff going on. You know, that's a recap. And, you know, it's going to be fun to see what, you know, goes on with that going forward. And then, obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on with the Celtics. We have a lot of coverage on that over the last, you know, several games. And there's going to be a new one coming out for that here within the next 24 hours talking about the last game and then talking about the next game. And so stay tuned for that as well. So let's go uh, Sox. Let's go Celtics. And let's be on the lookout for both teams winning. Winning. Winning is key. That's the key word for this entire video is winning. So without further ado, we'll see you next time.